God honors. He wants to honor those that have served him well. And Caleb served him well before he took him home. And there are so many people that God wants to just uh, send to the nations. And he's just looking for willing vessels, willing goers and willing senders. And we just want to be a, a prayerful conduit between the two. Welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. God is preaching a sermon to the world through people's lives. People's experience, history, and testimonies all point to some amazing attribute of God that you too can experience. I interview revolutionaries, fire starters, and troublemakers. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life. A voice that says, with God you can, and with God you will step into the abundant life. So let's get rolling. Jan the Kindling Fire, I am stoked to have Parker and Chris back on the show to talk about Caleb Would Go. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Hey, welcome. <laughs> so we uh, have uh, co-founded and run uh, a nonprofit called Caleb Would Go that is about empowering the adventurous and sending um, just incredible Jesus-loving missionaries to impact the kingdom of God all around the world, but doing it through some fun means like something called Shakinar. So before we get into what's Shakinar and what's Caleb would go, uh, let's just kind of really quickly just kind of share. I'll start with you, Chris. Like, tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're located and all that. Yeah, um, I am. Who am I? I don't know who I am. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, how do you want to go that one? Like, let's the get, depth let's of your identity and yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> I'll just say, like, um, I live in Nicomas, Florida around the Gulf coast and, um, recently actually just stepped into being the executive director for Caleb would go. And I get to help out, um, drive this thing forward and however I can. So I'm just excited about that. Excited for his next event coming up on June 10th. Cool. And just a little bit about your, your family and, and history. Yeah. So, um, my wife, Ashley, and three kids, Tide, Haven, and Lennon, well, were very close with the Bell family and got connected with the Bell family through, uh, I think, uh, Ashley went to school with Mimi and kept talking about how our husbands need to meet. And then Caleb and I finally met and it was magical and it was awesome. And yeah, so after he passed, we just wanted to commemorate the legacy of the life that he lived and that's where Caleb go was born out of. That's cool. All right, Parker in your awesome <laughs> location. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Thanks Florida, man. I mean, Chris, um, it's <laughs> you're looking good, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm Parker Thurman. I uh, live in Virginia beach, Virginia. I lived down in Sarasota, Florida, that area for about 10 years. And, and prior to that, I was a missionary in Costa Rica. And, uh, and that's where I originally met the bell family was they were doing like an exploratory trip, seeking God's will for where they were supposed to be sent to. And I tried my best to tell them that it was the guy was saying to come with me, but they heard otherwise. So when I got back to Florida, we reconnected and became good friends and, that's who introduced me to Chris. And, um, we, um, you know, started the 180 houses together and all that good stuff. And so I live here in Virginia beach. Now I recently stepped out of ministry, full-time vocational ministry and, um, working in the hospitality industry now. 
And I have a wife, Caroline, of 16 years and and two daughters, Miriam and Sophie. And so we, uh, we're just loving life and loving this new season of, of ministry to just, uh, you know, get to pour into people in different ways and, and empowering the adventurous has just been something that's always been huge on my heart. You know, when I met Caleb and when I met Chris, I saw these awesome adventurous guys and I wanted to do everything I could to, to kind of set them up and help them succeed, um, in ways that I could never even do myself. And so I love that, that mission of, of Caleb would go. What, uh, just either one of you guys, just a quick on 180 house. What is it? Yeah. So the 180 house was something that kind of came together as a brainchild of of Caleb and Chris and I's and obviously the Holy Spirit had a big thing to do with that. And, you know, basically we just wanted to create a space for kids of all walks of life that maybe wouldn't feel comfortable going to church yet or getting engaging in, you know, any sort of discipleship, just a safe place to um, hang out with friends and through that get to meet our awesome leaders and build relationships and and help point them to Jesus. And so, you know, we started with one location in Venice and within a couple of years, we opened two more. And so those are run by Suncoast Youth for Christ uh, currently. And so they're still thriving, even though Chris and I have both stepped out of um, leadership there. You know, it's awesome to get to see something that's continuing to impact their communities, um, even without, you know, the people that started it. So I think that's a testament to what Chris, you know, built there, especially as a, a the director of the Venice House. And um, it's just an awesome place. If you're ever in the area, and uh, like the Sarasota Venice area, you should stop by, check them out, say hi to the leaders and get them, let them show you around and see what God's doing there. So with that kind of legacy, um, so, uh, Kind of where I come into the picture is that my family and I went with uh, youth with a mission as family missionaries and did a DTS in Kona, Hawaii. And when we were there, I met Caleb, Mimi, and the boys, and they were also uh, doing youth with a mission, family DTS, looking to kind of go into missions as a family. And uh, we just, I just fell in love with them, and uh, and then. We stayed in touch, and they obviously stayed on with youth with mission for a while as missionaries post that uh, DTS, and and we just kind of stayed in touch. And so when the news came that Caleb had passed away at a, at the young age, actually I don't know exact age. It was in the late third, mid late thirties. How old was he? It was 36, 37. 36. and it was very sudden. It was very unexpected. And um, while I was at the funeral. Um, just the the honor of his legacy and his heart for God and his passion to 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 see the gospel reach to the nations. I just thought there's got to be something done to honor his legacy, and that's kind of you know the start of the conversation with Chris and Parker and and with their history with the 180 house and and with Caleb and everything. It just kind of that's kind of where this came from. So what's so awesome is that um, if you want like the deep backstory, you can go to Introducing Caleb Would Go podcast. You go check that out. But what we want to talk about this show is Shakanar. And, uh, and so we did this last year. And first off, what is it? Who wants to take that one? That's you, Chris. That's me. Yep. Yeah. So Shakanar. Um <laughs> I got to just start with the phrase. It is the kookiest phrase ever. And I feel like Caleb is the one that coined it and I love him for it. Makes no sense. Shaka and then gnarly put together. And it's what he used to say all the time. And I love it. It's just pure joy, pure fun. Um, and so we wanted to create a fundraiser event and 
in Legacy of Caleb, like I don't feel like a golf or a 5K, 5K maybe, but we wanted to do something that was completely different. And so it's the best day ever. And so there's six events that are going to happen at, we did it last year at Nokomis uh, North Jetty, and we're doing it again in the same place. Uh, we're going to have a Megalodon fun run where people have to go and find a shark's tooth somewhere along the path before they get back. Um, we're going to have a skim contest. We're going to have a mural competition where people will be painting and using their creative gifts God has given them to paint murals. Uh, a sand sculpture competition. We're going to have a mini ramp skate ramp there as well. Um, so there'll be a skate competition as well. I think I got everyone. That's six, right? But six different events, we're going to have food, we're going to have live music, and just a really fun day at the beach uh, with the whole goal to raise money, to send more missionaries, because that's the heart of Caleb would go, is to um, connect people who want to be empowered and go um, spread the gospel uh, with people who want to send them. And so we created this event to to do that and honor the fun um, life that is was yeah. Caleb Bell. Yeah, so, um, so last year was just... It was our first year doing it and the Lord showed up and showed off. Like it was, it was a bit of a ragtag going into it. And my gosh, what God did is absolutely miraculous. And when it was all said and done, we got around $40,000, uh, uh, roughly last year from tied to that event. And it was just, um, it was just a God thing. It's the only way I can describe it. And so what what do we do? So we ended up getting that the influx of money and and we wanted to be faithful to to the mission, which was to to empower people that were like Caleb. And um, and so before we kind of tell you what we did and who it affected, we'll give you a couple stories just really quickly. Like what are the what were kind of like characteristics of Caleb uh, that, um, you know, that just kind of stood out and uh maybe are the kind of folks that were kind of looking to to help expand the kingdom of god and want to just anybody yeah, that i'd say well first you know kind of add on to what we were just talking about i think you know you might be thinking like oh there's tons of mission organizations or there's other people raising funds to send missionaries like why do we need another one like first is you know i, I think it one of the heart like the heart behind deciding to do this was a recognition that like the type of person that Caleb was uh, this like adventurous, fun, loving, dreaming type of guy. A lot of times organizations, churches, people like that's a little scary or, you know, like they're kind of like, well, you don't fit into this exact mold of who we're looking for. So we're going to send funding elsewhere or whatever. And so we, you know, wanted to create something that would, that would not only like um, give money to those, but would encourage those type of people and those types of attitudes. And, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, that those, the dreamer, the, the adventurous spirit, but then also the ability to put action to those dreams, um, you know, I think were the things that I really loved about Caleb. And yeah. be able to go where God was calling him. Like it, sometimes it didn't make sense. Like he would be starting, like starting the 180 house, starting the 180 house. And then he's like, okay, like I'm out, you guys got this. And I need to go work with Syrian refugees in France. And we're like, wait, that doesn't, doesn't make sense. Like what, what have you, and he's like, God told me to do this. And so we want to find people like that, that uh, the spirit has called them into something. And maybe there's other people that, or like Parker said, maybe other organizations who need a longer vetting process. Um, and we, we believe that when the spirit speaks to them, like, and they're supposed to go like, Hey, let's help them get out there and, and, you know, 
get after these dreams that God has put on their heart. Yeah. yeah. I think especially to people with children, you know, like it's a scary notion to like go move halfway across the world when you're single, but especially if you're, you know, married with young children and, um, you know, having done that when we were first starting to look at going abroad, you know, I was scared. I didn't know if it was something I was supposed to do, but then a donor came along and said, Hey, we want to give you $5,000 because we really believe in you. And like that encouragement is what propelled us to actually doing it, you know? And so we want to be that encouragement and people that are like, you know, I got this idea, but it sounds crazy. We want to be like, yeah, that is crazy. You should go do it. And here's some money to get you started. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I tell you that's, um, so some of the characteristics of the folks that we talked about is, you know, following the Bible, right. But also following the spirit, right. So not being so rigid, this dreaming big, right. It's just like, it's a crazy, if it's a crazy idea, Caleb would go wants to hear about it. We want to hear about it because we've known crazy people like Caleb and seen what God can do. And we want to hear about it that outside of the box ministries, like one of the things that I know about the refugee thing is he not only interacted with the refugees, but he worked alongside kind of a filmmaker and they were kind of doing a documentary and they were trying to create momentum around this, this need. So it wasn't just a one-to-one, but it was also using media creatively to, you know, reach them in a different way. And, you know, so and then, of course, you know, putting actions to ideas, right? You know, and sometimes you need funding to to make that happen. And the last thing I'll say about that I that really struck me about him was he was inclusive. He was not like a a you know like div- person that creates division. You know, he was somebody that wanted to find common ground and be inclusive with with uh, uh, not you know just to make to extend the kingdom of God. And uh, he just had an amazing welcoming spirit. And, and so that's, you know, that's something to be, to be honored. And there are so many people that God has got out there that are just like that. And, and, and they don't have people to believe them. They don't have people to, to stand behind them and say, we believe God can do that. And we believe in your dream, you know? Yeah. And, and, yeah. So, so let's, so, so let's talk about some of the, you know, like where did the money go to? So um, I, I think I'll uh, kick over to you, Parker. Uh, let's talk about one of those families. I think one of the families we hit up uh, last year was the Donleys. What, what can yeah. you tell us about them? Well, it's funny. I can't tell a lot because of the sensitivity of where they work and what they do. Uh, they're this amazing family who, um, you know, the, they're an ex-military family, um, you know, special force type of a guy and, you know, got out and answered the call. And so they've been all over the world, uh, really dangerous places going and just things that none of us would ever probably do. You know, like I'm talking like Afghanistan, um, like he's part of the free Burma Rangers. Like, you know, this family is just in that adventure spirit, but then also just putting action to him. And so we were able to, to send some funding to them. They were, they were, you know, I got connected to them through one of our local church here in Virginia beach. And, um, you know, and they travel everywhere with their, their daughters and, you know, like they just, they have the faith to believe that it got God's called them, then he's going to protect them. Or if he doesn't, then that's his will also, <laughs> you know? And so, um, it's just an incredible opportunity and, um, honored to get to really partner with such an amazing family. Yeah. Yeah. Another guy we, we supported was a guy named Nate Singleton and uh, he is in Northern Africa and he was using rock climbing. So he was doing like a rock climbing 
you know, kind of business effectively uh, that was he was using for evangelism in a Muslim country. And so, again, out of the box, right out of the box, thinking creative, uh, like who would think to use rock climbing to do evangelism in a Muslim country? You know, Nate would. And we we're like, man, this is awesome. Let's 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 get behind this. And so that was another person that we got behind. Uh, Chris, uh, who is some other folks that we we helped out? Honestly, Ride Nature um, is a organization down right now. They started, I think, is out of Fort Myers is where we got connected with them. And we actually modeled the 180 houses off of their ministry. They use board sports and the arts, um, like a coffee shop, surf shop to generate funds um, to go spread the gospel using board sports and the arts. Um, so we were able to partner with them and they're going to be using the money to do a conference, which is going to be inviting the whole board sports communities together, um, and how to evangelize to them. And so bringing in some big speakers for that. And again, thinking outside of the box, finding a unchurched group of people, skaters, surfers, stuff like that, and how to empower and almost, um, grassroots grow their own disciples within those subcultures that may not be being reached. And so, yeah, we were able to partner with them as well. Yeah. And, uh, when, uh, when I was, uh, my family was a youth of mission, we ended up going into the Philippines. And one of the things that we did in the Philippines in the middle Island in Mindanao was, um, we got to befriend basically folks that were kind of helping with our outreaches and doing evangelism and, and the Lord put it on their heart to move to a very um, uh, dense and difficult part of the Philippines called Davao, which is in the southern part of Mindanao. And there had been a YWAM base there years ago, but it had kind of fallen in disrepair and and some other things had happened. And, and it was just kind of like this, you know, place in the jungle and this mountain really remote that had kind of been uh, abandoned and the Lord kind of put it on the heart. I want you to go down there and I want you to rebuild it. And, um, and so we were able to stand behind a very audacious vision, which is go <laughs> into this jungle place and rebuild this base and start sending missionaries again from all around the world. And that's exactly what's happened. So they were able to go down with our funds. They were able to do some rebuilding. They've done now, I think two class or two, two schools so far, uh, pulling in missionaries from all around the world to, to reach more of the Philippines and the, and, and if you know anything about that region of the Philippines, it's very, uh, it's influenced a lot by Indonesia and there's a lot of radical Muslims in ISIS actually in that region. And so it's very much a, a key part of expanding the kingdom of God in a very threatening environment. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, these are just, you know, just a few stories. Um, if you want to hear more, there's, you just go to calebwoodgo.com slash world changers, and you can read more stories of folks that we supported. But I mean, it was just so exciting to take board sports and fun runs and, and all this stuff and translate this into the impact of the kingdom of God which is exactly how Caleb was fun and impact, you know, it's like this married and together. And that's, what's so great about, you know, what Caleb would go is about is, is marrying those two together. Yeah. Having some fun, but also seeing through that, the kingdom of God being expanded. So it's awesome. Pretty so awesome. any more you guys want to add to that? 
Yeah, I think we like, built a library in Senegal too. Did we mention that? Yeah, yeah, we did. We I, mean, I didn't mention that. Right. Tell talk about that. No, I, I don't remember all the details. So maybe you should touch on it. Um, but I know that we, you know, we're able to empower them to build a computer lab slash library. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. It was in Senegal. Yeah, mm -hmm. there was missionaries in Senegal that was wanting to to build this computer lab, and also it would also help with theological education in that area. Uh, yeah, again, vocational training, I think, too, you know, so all sorts of uses. And, um, you know, we just love the unique idea of that. So it was there were some setbacks with that. And it was cool because I think, um, you know, God brought us into that relationship with them to help carry them, you know, and encourage them through the setbacks that they were, you know, facing. You know, it wasn't just about writing a check, but I think it was just that encouragement piece to, uh, that really helped yeah. them as well. Yeah. So, uh, so we've got this, this event coming up. When is the, uh, when's Shock and our now what's our, when's our next event? June 10th, June 10th, Saturday, June 10th. Yes. And, uh, and so one of the things that we wanted to do with this show is just kind of talk about like, maybe you're out there with a crazy idea. Maybe you're out there and God's calling you to do something that just sounds out of the box. It just sounds different or, or or it's it's an early stage idea uh we'd love to hear about it so um who who wants to kind of talk about like you know i guess parker like what would how would you encourage people to apply yeah i think you know the first step is obviously you know listening to the holy spirit and god's leading and uh you know and if you have kind of done that and you're like all right i'm ready to take some next steps here um, you know, you can go to our website, there's a, a link for a, an application and basically what we how our process works is we have a, an initial application to kind of see if you kind of line up with the basic type of people that we want to partner with. Um, and these, and every step of this process is like covered in so much prayer. Um, honestly, I think that's been the coolest thing for me is, um, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm like super charismatic or, you know, anything like that, but uh, I've got to experience God in some really cool new ways through just how we pray through this whole process with identifying missionaries that we want to support. Um, and so just know that that is done. Um, so, you know, there's an initial application. If you get, if we feel like it could be a good fit, then you'll get another kind of more detailed application to fill out. And then, you know, we meet regularly after we hold our, you know, fundraising event we figure out how much money we have to give away and who's applied and we just pray over it and we, we give that money away and we don't ask for, you know, there's no reports you have to fill out or, you know, anything like that. We're just trusting that God has put it on our heart and on this person's heart. And so we're just believing that, um, you know, good will come from it. And, um, yeah. you know, really a lot of, a lot of it is just so refreshing because there's so little control or giving up control to, to yeah. God. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So if you're interested at all, and then if the answer is no, you know, like we still believe in you, it just might be like, you're actually, what you're doing is more of a, there's a normal typical maybe path for that, or maybe it'd be a better, you know, thing for a different organization to partner with that would line up more with what you're trying to do. And so, you know, just because it doesn't work out with us, um, it doesn't mean don't do what your God's put on yeah. your heart. No, so amen. We want to be an encouragement in all ways, not a discouragement, but you know, if God's saying not yet, maybe there's something that you need to work out too. You know, there's could be a reason for that. So, so yeah. anyway, that's kind of our process in a nutshell. But yeah, CalebWoodGo.com is the best place to start for the application. Yeah, yeah and I'll say real quick, it, like just to kind of help people understand like the type of person um, that we're looking for. 
uh, I would say, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but this isn't like someone who wants to go on a missions trip with their church and is trying to raise money. It's more for someone who went on a mission trip with their church and saw something radical. And then God spoke to them and said, Hey, you're supposed to go back to this place and do this. Yeah. They don't know how to do it. And so then they come to Caleb would go and Caleb would go says, well, we don't either, but we believe in you and let's cover this in prayer and then let's send you and get you there. But yeah. is that how you guys would describe it as well? Yeah. Yeah. And then if you want to riff with somebody like, <laughs> you know, we're dreamers too, you know, that's what kind of brought the three of us together. And so we'd love to just talk with you about your dream and what you're trying to do and help figure out how to do it. Yeah. And there, I, Caleb would go consulting coming, uh, coming in the right. future. Yeah. Stay. Right. So, so let me, let me tell you something that it's kind of a side note that I think is really interesting. So I did a study about Caleb and not Caleb bell, but Caleb in the Bible. And one of the things that was really interesting about him was when that when the Israelites were supposed to go, they went to Cadiz Barnea and they said, okay, go spy out the land. You 10 people go spy out the land, come back and let us know what the report is. So they went and did it. And when they came back, you know, they saw a lot of challenges. They saw what they thought were giants. They saw fortified cities and they were very intimidated by the process. But the first voice that said, I think we can do this in God was Caleb and he was older. And so, and then Joshua said, yeah, me too. Joshua, it wasn't Caleb and Joshua together. It was Caleb first. Then Joshua said, yeah, what he said. And Joshua was significantly younger. And so one of the roles that Caleb has in the Bible is a, you can do this in God voice. It's a voice of encouragement. It's a voice of faith and that, and it's multi-generational. And so a lot of what we have on the board are very experienced missionaries, very experienced people in ministry. People have done this stuff. So it's not just us praying and whatever. It's it's prayer plus wisdom. It's it's the spirit of God plus the Bible. It's it's experience plus dreams. It's it's this beautiful mix. And um, and I I I just put that together that that was kind of Caleb's role. And that's a lot of what we're talking about, is we want to kind of be that in your like, yeah, we believe we can, you can take this land. Now there's going to challenges and giants and all these things, but we believe it's possible. Yeah. And I'd add to that too, that Caleb's wife, Mimi is on the board and, oh, yeah. so, you know, involved in all of this. And so she is great having just, Mimi is just as amazing as Caleb was, if, if not maybe more, I don't know. Um, 100%. You know, and, uh, and his dad, right. Yeah. And then his dad, Rye as well. And so, you know, it's just great having people that knew him so well too, um, and can kind of speak to how he might uh, approach something or, you know, or just, you know, different things like that. So it's, it's a great group of people that we've kind of assembled for the board. Yeah. And so if, if the applications are open now, so if you want to apply uh, this year, just go to calebwoodgo.com slash apply. That's all you have to do. Again, it's a two-step process, and uh, and so awesome. So the next thing, let's say you're not a missionary and you're not, but uh, and you're not wanting to go, and you don't have this grand dream to to be, you know, in as a goer. You're, but you want to send. You want to be a part of extending the kingdom of God. You want to be a part of investing in in folks like this. Uh, Chris, what could they do? Like, talk to us about that. Yeah, I I just see this as such an opportunity. Um, I talked to some donors that are very, um, very conscious of how God wants them to use their money. They're very, very good stewards of their money. And 
it, it sounds almost a little bit too business, but it's like, what's my ROI? What's my return on investment? <laughs> and what I love about what this is, I mean, cause there's, I mean, there's some ministries maybe that like, it's, I'm, we're not going to get there, but the return <laughs> on investment here is amazing because it could start something that is multiplied upon multiplied upon multiplied. Yeah. And I think that's, what's really, really unique about Caleb would go. Um, and I'll take, take the 180 house for one example is Suncoast Youth for Christ says, yeah, we will back you guys for one year. That's it. And invested 20 grand in that 120 grand, which was huge for us that we rented this place for one year. Now there are three 180 houses. The ho- one of the houses has been purchased and will be it, um, indefinitely in Venice, Florida, and the lot next door was donated to it. It's just so it's been multiplied upon multiplied on multiplied from the initial investment into this dream and into this vision. And so the invitation to people who might not feel called to go, you could be sending the next like mega ministry that starts yep. off one little seed. And I think that's what's really cool about this. It's believing in the one little seed, the one call that someone has, Hey, I need to go here. God told me to do this. Don't understand it, but this is what needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just also, um, I didn't make this point before. I think it's an important point. We, we very seriously take every application to prayer and we didn't say yes to everybody, right? Mm -hmm. You might just be like, Hey, like, whatever, we'll just do whatever. No. Like we were very much seeking the Lord and and there were people that we were very generous to and people that we were less generous to and and people we said no to fully in, in unison uh, in prayer. And um, and so it really is um, that simple. <laughs> it's not complicated. It's just that simple. And uh, it, if you're out there and you're looking for for uh, you know to impact uh, the kingdom of God and and extend the kingdom of God in unique uh, unique cool ways, then you can check out CalebWoodGo.com/slash/make-a-donation. It's that simple, and you can kind of there's many ways you can give there. So, well, I don't know what else to to add. What what else do you guys? Anything else? Get to Florida for uh, Shakinar. Oh yeah, totally, totally. The best day ever. We, I, I'm telling you, it was so much fun. There was so much, and, and and everything. We had surf that time. We actually did it in February last year, so we had surf. But everything that happened was just a blast. Uh, the art was a blast. The skate contest was a blast. The food was phenomenal. Like. We got some awesome swag, like the skimboard. It was just, everything about it was just so much fun. And then to see, and and I'll tell this one story because it was so impactful, at least to me, is that I was sitting there, you know, taking tickets and selling t-shirts and getting meal tickets. And this guy just walked up to me out of the blue and was like, what's going on here? And I'm like, um, and I talked about Caleb would go. I talked about what we were doing and he just happened to live like nearby and saw a flag or something. And in the midst of like probably a 15 minute conversation, he says, the Lord told me to come over here, find out what's going on. Here's a check for $10,000. Yeah. And I was just like crying. I was like, how many shirts do you need? Like, <laughs> like I was just, it was, but it was that kind of thing. I was like, Lord, I know that you're honoring the the legacy of Caleb Bell because he was a faithful man. 
He's a faithful man. He's got an incredible, uh, Mimi's incredible. She's faithful. The kids, like, it's just God honors. He wants to honor those that have served him well. And Caleb served him well before he took him home. And there are so many people that God wants to just uh, send to the nations. And he's just looking for willing vessels, willing goers and willing senders. And we just want to be a, a prayerful conduit between the two. Yeah, that's good. So anyway, um, any last words, Chris or Parker? Kind of yeah. summed it up real well there, man. <laughs> well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for, for listening in. And do share. Caleb would go with others. You can use this podcast or YouTube or or the website, calebwoodgo.com. But uh, yeah, we're, we're driving to June 10th. So if you're thinking about being a part of this, that would be a great to between now and June 10th would be great. Post June 10th would be great too. But uh we love you guys. Thank you so much. Parker, Chris, thank you, man, for coming back on yeah, and, and sharing your heart with us. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Hey, if you did like it, it would be really helpful if you want to send us a review over on iTunes. That would be really cool. And if you want to connect, go over to Instagram, search Troy Mangum or The Kindling Fire, and we can connect there, and that would be a great way to kind of stay in touch. I am doing a YouTube channel, so we do video formats of these podcasts, and we'd love to have you look there. Okay, guys, until next time, be awesome.